This is Craig from the Res, and you're listening to Radio Brendo Man with Captain Phil Vecchio. Welcome to another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy, and Phil is still in Texas, or he's probably in Arkansas now, I guess. Jeez. Jeez. Well, Josh, you're back. I am back. I never oh, left. You never left. I've been sitting in your apartment this whole time. Yeah. Quietly. Yeah, I know. I don't make any noise. I go into yeah. a shutdown state. Yeah, I didn't even then... have to put out, like, water or anything. Nope. You were just like, I'm good. And then podcast, I perk right back up, ready to go. You're like that. You're like the. Um, I don't know his actual name, um, but he's Bill in Harry Potter, the robot in uh, in Black Mirror. When she like has to tell him oh, to like yeah, close yeah. his eyes. That's uh, that's um, Donald. Uh, it's the, he was in. Um, oh man, he was in Ex Machina, and he was oh, in yeah. Force Awakens. That's right. Because um, yeah, he was in Force. Because I was like, oh, Weasley's was in Nux. Force Awakens. Yeah, he was Nux. <laughs> um, uh yeah, I'm I'm that kind of robot totally. Dude, oh. Black Mirror is crazy. Oh my gosh! So you've been talking about this forever. Kevin yes. Smith actually basically told the whole first episode, and just him here, just hearing him talk about, it, I was like, I need to watch this show. This sounds yes. completely insane. Yes. And because that first episode is nuts, especially what happened afterwards when those <laughs> pictures of Tony Blair or no, it was David Cameron, David Cameron, T- Tony Blair's a cool guy. Yeah. David Cameron potentially put his penis in a pig's mouth, which a dead pig, but part of this first episode. Yeah. Oh, my uh, gosh. So, like bl- so Black Mirror is like it's like the. Uh, Twilight I, I, Zone I've, for technology? It, it is modern day Twilight Zone. Because yeah, because you, I feel like this is the kind of stuff that if Rod Serling were still alive, he would be writing totally. about. And, and it's specifically very much the exact same, um, like, tone and fears today yeah. that Twilight Zone was back was then. Was covering. Twilight and, Zone, yeah. when you watch the episode with... Uh, Half of them are about a post-apocalyptic Meredith, scenarios. Yeah, Meredith Burgess losing his glasses yeah. and he can't look at his dirty magazine This is anymore. just a modern version of it's that. It's because at that time they were terrified of nuclear war. Yeah. Like everything the Twilight Zone... That's why Twilight Zone is sometimes you, you watch it and you're like, oh, this is... You know, some of these are amazing. Some of these are still great. But some of them are a little hokey. It's yeah. because they were afraid of things that we're not afraid of anymore. Yeah. But Black Mirror is like, yo, I'm gonna hit you with what we are totally afraid of right yeah. now. And 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 it like some prophetic freaking episodes. Like yes. when I texted you, I was watching the Waldo episode, which yes. basically predicted the Donald Trump campaign <laughs> three years before it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that Waldo <laughs> episode, I uh, initially was kind of like, ah, I feel like that's kind of weak. And that was when I watched it back before it turned into reality. Yeah. And, and now, now you watch it and you're like, oh my God. I'm like, God. God, this is, I should have been way more scared of this. Yeah. Um, that, the, the episode with, with, uh, Haley, uh, Atwell. Yeah. The, um, the, so the synthetic. Yeah. I forget what, it, I think it's called like, I'll be right back or something yeah. like that. And then, cause like the whole idea that they can, but and that they, that seems so plausible where they take and they can build so, your persona 
based off of everything you post. But think about that. Think about how much you post And that's on... what Ex Machina was about. Like yeah. later on, Ex Machina was about the fact that AI was created from the fact that we that, that search we engines are essentially whole big lives. data. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they've been able to pull enough of it. But – but the thing about I'll be right back is that it's heartbreaking. Oh my god! Because the idea of like you know we we both know what loss is. Yeah. And the idea of like the idea hey of that you could just get rid of loss by you can have the person back, but it's not really them. Yeah. But like everybody like we would do it, but would we be happy? And like exactly, it gets into that thing of like, can you ever be happy? You know, after that's happened, and yeah. maybe the answer is like maybe never fully. You know, um, some of those episodes you can put are... it up in your attic and look at it every once in a while. Yeah, um, oh my god, white dude. white bear, to white me, bear is insane. That it, came out of nowhere. And, the whole and, like because you spend that whole time like I'm like, what is happening? What is this? And then when this you, is terrifying. Oh my god! And that's the first because it, it's it, like because it's kind of it starts off kind of like the purge. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, it's also like creepy. Like, what is this world? Like, yeah. what's happened? Why are these? Like, you feel terrible for these. Yeah, people? and you're right there in this situation, and then, and then when, it spins it on its head. Yeah, completely. And it's it's a t- like when you think of that style of of like justice and punishment, like that's terrifying. That, and that especially gets and then in this era of like mob internet mob yep. justice totally. and all that stuff, and I get and the people. Sometimes mock me for being really freaked out about that stuff, and I'm like, no, like this. Mm. People have had their lives ruined because they made a bad joke, or or, because uh, they get mistaken for somebody else, which happens (laughs) all the time. Yeah, I think Um, about it. Just happened with that dude that Dallas PD put his picture all over the place. They're like, this guy is the cop killer, and I'm like, somebody's gonna kill that guy, right? Right, and it's a miracle that it didn't happen, but it could have. Yeah. I mean, um, I think about that guy that Reddit fingered for the Boston bombing that like yeah, he basically yeah. ruined his life and yeah. like it's that that it, that is a it's a it's a gout of flame that that people can point And then at all anything. the collateral damage that happens like and, I'm and like they just yeah, turn that, around and the, Yeah, that guy that killed the lion like yeah, that guy was an asshole but by putting him out of business, how many innocent people like like lost their jobs because of right. that. And what like, about the the family uh, that I mean that woman who and it's a tragic thing and I'm I'm upset with the zoo that did it but the mother whose kid the fell in gone there after like, those people. she didn't do anything she didn't push her and, child in yeah, she didn't make the decision to kill when, and when like, I hear people try and criticize her as a parent I'm like so your kid has never run off before ever yeah. ever. <laughs> like, Come on. Like, it just happened that, yes, it happened at a horrible time, but you're telling me that could never happen? Right. You're full of shit. Yeah. Like, I'm totally. sorry. Yeah. Like, it's, I mean, that's clearly probably somebody who's talking who's never had a kid. But that's so many people. Even, like, yeah. people, I'm like, come on, guys. <laughs> like, and and then, but then it's like, let's, let's ruin her. Like, like, just the idea of doxing, like, terrifies me. It is. It, and it, it is scary. And it's, so it's, these, those, so these things, like, oh my gosh. Now I'm thinking about the episode, like, so, like, all the different scenarios, like you said, like, these worlds that they create where, like, this world where you can replay any memory in your whole entire life and what that leads to. Yep. Like, oh, because at first you're like, that would be awesome. And then it shows you, no, this would not be awesome. And here's why. So did you watch the Christmas episode? Holy crap, that Christmas episode. Like, that one, I think, 
maybe was the most intense. It was nuts because you because you, you, they keep like – and also, John Hamm is amazing. Oh, he's so good. And his whole sequence with yeah. Tim training the AI – it's just another one of those oh things where, God. like, oh when God. robots raise up, rise up and kill us all, I'm going to be one standing, yeah, we deserve it. Yep. It's probably our time to go, considering how we treated them. And Yeah, and it, then, like, his whole thing, like, the whole, the, like... The ocular technology oh that gosh. allows, like, like he, he, he's he been uh, blocked, you know, like, oh, that yeah, idea of being able to block a person... It's that show is fantastic, and we are getting more of it, and I cannot wait. Um, so did that start off as like a BBC show or something? Yeah, it was. And then uh, Netflix, yep, basically yep. bought it. Netflix picked it up and and funded the rest. Because you know, only, you know, like, as Netflix you, you is could, doing nowadays, you should go watch. Like, if you want to, if you're sitting here and like think this sounds cool, it's seven hours. You can watch it. Yeah, yeah. There, there are six there's episodes. Six there's, episodes and the Christmas special. Yep. There's, there's three per season, right? I think yeah. there's two. Because at first indeed. you're like, oh, it's three seasons, and you're like, no, there's one season of three episodes. Another season of three episodes, and then the and third then a, season. And then a slightly longer Christmas episode. Yeah. I think that one was, that one almost feels like three episodes. But it, cause it's but all, but it's all tied together. It's all it's tied together. Like, oh my gosh. So good. It's so good. Black Mirror is fantastic. And like the uh, cast, like again, they got like all these people that are so good. And I'm, and again, that is Twilight Zone, right? I yeah. mean, the, at the time, Twilight Zone was doing that kind of thing. Yeah, very much. Um, and I, I don't think I've ever seen a show that is, as much what the Twilight Zone was yeah. as this show. Well, I, I think I sold Phil on it, so I think he's going to watch it. Oh, good, but also <laughs> we'll have to it's, see how he handles. Yeah, some I don't of know that. how he handles some of it because it's <laughs> kind of messed up. But it is. But, I, but it is. But he loves the Twilight I Zone. Think, I think he's going to. And I think it. he's going to dig gonna it. Come, yeah, I think he's going to. I told him, him, I'm like, you might. I don't know if you know, might not be into it, but. No. Um, trying to remember if there's any neck snapping or no, throat slitting I don't think there is i don't think there is there's like just some yeah like it's it gets pretty intense at times it does intense in ways that like we're not used to you yeah. know like we've we've seen so many men get their head blown off that it's like ah yeah. that, that's not gonna bother me we've seen so many crazy but things this is like these but this is crazy in ways that like you haven't seen yeah. and it and, the it's possibilities nice. that it presents are like it's nice whoa. to see something that still shocks you, yeah. So that you know that you're still like a, like you still are a human. You know, you're yeah. like you're oh, I'm still a good person. I'm still a human. So you're like that was really messed yeah, up. Yeah, that's te- this is terrifying. Uh, so yeah, totally Black Mirror, absolutely. So that was a good call on your part because you've been talking about it for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. My my wife was actually she watched that first episode and then just had to sit me down. It's like I have to tell you about this. She was <laughs> so disturbed by it, but yet like we watched every single one after that. So, um, so you want to you want to keep talking about watching stuff or do you want to do Amazon? Well, let's, we got to do some Amazon. Let's we got to do you know. Amazon. You got to make sure you're listening to podcasts on Stitcher too. That's true. Thumbs up and. Go to Radio Brenda. All, click the Stitcher all, link. A lot of the uh, Benview stuff is on there. Yeah, a lot of and it. And a lot of other stuff. I think I helped. Stuff. I reminded Andrew to get, like, because there was, like, some of the shows that were had dropped off yeah. of there. So I think Andrew's going to fix that. And he also got all the Benview podcasts, including, like, you know, Josh's show, Extra Damage. It's great. That's true. If I, it helps me, because sometimes I feel like I'm not keeping up enough with video games. Because <laughs> I'm, like, I don't pay attention as much. And so it keeps me informed. 
and entertained. Let, let me ask you this, um, because I've asked a, f- a few of my friends that do listen, because I always like to to get an idea of how how we can better make the show. Do you like what do you like better, listening to us talk about news or us talk about what we're playing? I think I like both equally. Okay. Okay. But I really like talking about what you're playing because then it gives me a feel on what I might actually like. Okay. I always want to make sure that's like, but I like, everybody I like, like keep ah, me up on the news because I like knowing yeah. what's going on because you guys do a really good job. I've got an equal amount of both. So I, I think I'll keep both, but I really like, you know, cause I've, again, I've, I've, I've gotten some good recommendations and also yep. just staying away from some things that's that I was true. like on the fence about. We'll, we'll help again, you out I don't with that have too. time and, and money. Although I did get Gamefly because Jesse talked about it, and I got a bunch of coins in my WWE trading card app <laughs> for signing up for it. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, it's um, making both so things work for you. So we'll talk about I will talk about that towards the end of the show because okay. I did get a new a game that I've been playing. Sure, um, but if you want to talk about you want you know maybe you want to have your own web empire talking about games or you want to start your podcast, well, DreamHost is a great place. You could totally do it with DreamHost. You could make a website like. In no time. Yeah, you get they got one click WordPress installs. I was able to get like I if when Phil was like, I want to do a podcast with Janelle and I was like, one click, set the done. template, that's like done, boom, boom. Um, I, th- I don't think people under like what that really means is that y- you don't like one click just means they did all the work for you. Yeah. You just have to say okay. Yeah. And that's huge because installing that can be it so on your frustrating. Own, yeah. You're, Which I've been doing for years. Right, and that's and the only make a normal person crumble. It. Yeah, yeah. So one click is really just more along. You the don't lines have of, to use like fancy programs. No FTP. No, right. None of that. Totally. And then WordPress is so easy to use that Phil can do it. And right. I think that's a totally. lot. We use WordPress as well. So because Phil's able to Phil, I didn't even. I had to give him. I had to give him. I had to show him one time how to publish a podcast using WordPress and PowerPress plugin, and then he was able to do it on He's his done. own. Yep. And he, he hasn't broken that site yet. And let me tell you, Phil, <laughs> Phil's pretty good at breaking websites. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that Phil hasn't broken his site yet and he can do it himself, I think speaks a lot to that. There's maybe and no you, better, uh, you, recommendation. Yeah. And if you want, if you feel like you can do that, which, which you can, absolutely. Yeah. Go to radiobrendo.com, click the dream host link, and that will save you $50 off your order. That's a great deal. Now the other thing that people should go on the website and click on mm-hmm. is you have an Amazon link link yes. on radiobrenda.com. Now that. I know what I know what you guys are thinking, but I know how to spell Amazon. I could just type it in amazon.com. Well, don't do that. Because if you click on the link, then it just takes you to Amazon anyways and you're just going along your merry it's way. Saving it's, you some typing. It saves you some typing. You don't have to remember how that word is spelled. How many Z's are there? No one knows. It's a mystery. But the most important thing is that your whatever you buy, whatever illicit materials mm. you have coming to you, and let me tell gonna, you, some of you all get some illicit <laughs> materials. They're going to read it off to you. Yeah, which uh, we're going to do right now. That which we're going to do right now, and I know you that sounds also, scary, but it's fine. It's anonymous. Y- you have no way of knowing. No way you of have knowing. No way of knowing. Except when Phil opens his mailbox, so I can see. Yes. Well, <laughs> Phil is the only person that you'll be able yeah, to know, unless but. I'm looking in everybody else's mailbox, which I swear I'm not, you guys. Trust me. 
I might be, though, so <laughs> I won't say anything. You can also get an Amazon Prime free trial if you haven't tried that out yet. And Prime is great. Prime's great. Got a great yep. Prime library. I've been uploading all of our wedding photos and all of our photos yeah, that we have Prime photos. onto Prime Photos because unlimited storage, they're going to take better care of it than I probably will. So Yeah. Well, let's see. We only got a couple Amazon things this week. Okay. I guess people are taking Maybe they're saving up. Saving Maybe. up for those big purchases. Yeah. Um, well, this week someone got some RCA Y splitters. Okay, yeah. The audio video. Yeah. Female is that, jack to two female plugs. Is that a, a Y splitter for both audio and video or just the. I think just it's both audio video. and video. Wow, that's exciting. Splitting Somebody's that. sending stuff in two places. Yeah. Getting crazy. Who who knows what? Um, so you got that. Okay. And somebody also got a Ninjago Sensei. Woo Fun pack for Lego Dimensions. Oh, so this okay. is the Lego so, Ninjago guys. Yep. You know who I think bought this? Uh, Adam Wells. Cause Adam Wells though, did you, did you know this? Adam Wells does not own the game Lego Dimensions. I think I knew that, yes. He just buys bought. the figures. No, 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 because... I think he has the game now because he's, he's, uh, platinum. Oh, okay. He's, uh, he's got, he's been playing it on PlayStation. Okay. But I think he for just a while, bought it. He was just yeah. buying the figures because no. they looked cool on a shelf. Yep. And, you know, they're, they're essentially Legos. So yeah. every person that's ever bought Legos without that weren't part of this game were doing the same thing. So they do look uh, cool. Um, yeah. So he got those guys. The I met Adam pack. Wells. Do you know that? Yeah, you, you I talked met him about, I, live I didn't in person. Get to meet him. I was I was gone that weekend. Yeah, I remember you. And they were really in in and out. Like they yeah. had very little. Well, it was time, like but. his girlfriend was there for a reunion. Adam wanted to go to Disneyland. Yep. Didn't he, he go to Disneyland while she was at a reunion? Yeah, yeah. She was she was busy. <laughs> she had other things to do. But I will say this about Adam: that man is tall. Yeah. Didn't didn't expect him to be so tall. Uh, and, what are you talking like taller than me? Uh, I think he's about your high. Uh, I don't. Maybe not. But I six mean, two, you're. Six, I've known three. you for long. Yeah, he he was much taller than me, mm-hmm. and uh, and his fiance is um, fabulous. Just a awesome person. I liked talking to her even more than I like talking to Adam. So well, that's cool. Um, yeah, that was it. Was really good. He She's because he hung out with you and he hung out with Derek. I think he, yeah, he did. He hung out with Derek. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think he was up around that yeah, area. Yeah, because they were up in L.A. also. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, good people. And he so I bet he did buy I that. did, I was not able to get, because Adam wanted a, um, a uh, he wanted me to get him a minifig that they were giving out for Lego Dimensions at Comic-Con. Yeah. And f- originally they had said it was going to be at the booth. Then they said it was going to be at their panel. And then they just had a line where you could get the minifig, except the line went like the entire convention yeah, center. I, I would have probably just assumed, no, there's no possible way yeah. that I can get it. And well, cause Alex was looking at the line and he, there was a guy, I guess, at the end of the line with like just a wad of hundred dollar bills who was just paying people for <laughs> certain minifigs if there were ones that he liked. Cause it was a random thing. Oh man. Cause at first That's it said crazier. they were giving out a green arrow one. I think you had to go to the actual Lego Dimensions panel to get that right. one. And okay. that panel, like the line was out like nutsos. So that kind of, but then they it had was another in a smaller thing. room, I bet too. Yeah. So, and then they had another thing where you could just wait in a line and randomly you could pick a, you'd pull, it was like a machine or something and, and you would just give get you whatever came out. One. And there was a dude that was seriously just paying hundred dollar bills. Man. 
And Alex watched a guy spend like two thousand dollars on minifigs. Jeez, like that's completely insane. That was like I told the story um, this year about when I was at the. It was before this year. It was the last Marvel panel I went to. It was the Spider Man three panel. I was in there for Hall A. Wow, this was back when you could just get in. It was also back when like yo that movie was probably going to be good. Yeah, or, um, or we were all we excited coming off yeah. of Spider Man two. Um, and so, so I got in and then they, they were give, they gave out hats at the end. And I think this is why they started the ticket system was this particular giveaway because there were people standing around outside cause they, they gave them to us as you were leaving hall H cause it was like the okay. last panel yeah. of the night. And as we were leaving and then there's people outside and it just became complete chaos when these other people outside saw that they were giving out these Spider-Man 3 hats. And it was just crazy. Oh, like, man. Like, I saw fights break out. And all it was was it had the three on it and, like, the spider. Right. And, right. And, and so I I grab a hat from, like, a dude with, like, a box of hats. And this guy's like, oh, you got the last one. And then somebody tries to wrench it out of my hands. Oh, and man. I had to like, I was doing the NBA jam, like throwing <laughs> elbows around. And Holding I just, it up high. And I just like kind of ran out of there like a football player. But then this guy kind of runs up alongside me. He's like, you got a hat? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, and then he puts $70 in front of my face. And he's like, I'll give you $70. And I was just like, yoink, like sold. <laughs> And you know what? You made out much better than yeah. he did. Because well, cause then some other dude behind me, like right after he did that, was like, I would have given it to him for 40. And I was like, that's why I took the money and ran. <laughs> that's rad. Like, Boom. $70. 70 bucks, I feel like, is And then is you want to know pro- the best it- part? That's such a great amount of money, right? Like that'll Yeah, oh yeah, it was great. It made my con. It was more money yeah. than I had spent at the whole Comic Con. Yeah, I think. yeah. And and then the best part is I kept walking and I found another hat on the ground. Oh what? And I kept that one and oh, I, I had gosh. I think I might still have it somewhere. You could have gone back and found that guy and be like, I was I, I think nothing. I did. I think I did try <laughs> and find him again, but I it was just it was, he was at gone. that point. Comic-Con security had to intervene, and I okay. seriously think that is why they instituted that ticket system Jeez. and why now in Hall H, because they do give out stuff in Hall H, but they give it to you at your seat. They give it to you there, yeah. Even – I mean that's been happening even when we got fringe hats when yeah. we were at the fringe panel, and they gave them to us right then yeah, and there. because they give them to you. They definitely improve their Yeah, not – Nowhere we got, near we the... got those Marvel Studios hats. That's cool. I actually have two that's of them. That's so much – that's so much cooler than a Spider-Man hat, too. Yeah, I was stoked. It's the one that Kevin Feige was wearing when he yep. came in to do the panel. Yeah. He probably wears um, it all the time. I gave one of mine to Anthony because I'm a nice guy. Oh, that's cool. And Because uh, he, he, he didn't get to go Let me ask them. you this. Do you wear hats? I don't wear hats. Yeah. But I'm going to keep that Marvel Studios hat. Yeah, I yeah, look, you should. I look like – I think my head is just weird and I look like a doof. I feel like you need to get those big trucker hats and then you'd be good. I, I, when I was younger, I had a couple because my, my uncle worked at GE. Okay. And they had, he gave me, I remember one summer because we were working outside on my grandparents' farm all summer and he gave us all these, and this was before, this was when we were kids. So there was before they was cool. And so it was these GE plastics, like trucker hats. Yeah. And we wore them all summer. And I remember people when I was older, they'd see these pictures like, Wait, you were wearing trucker hats? But I'm like, yeah, man. I was, yeah, then. 
It was cool. before they were cool. I, you know, I'm thinking about it now. Like, I didn't play baseball, but I wore baseball cap every Did you show have, like, I played for a, for a specific band I was in. I always wore a hat. Did you have, like, the fitted one? I had, like, uh, well, what I did was I bent the bill way oh, yeah. down so that it was that. real curved. Yeah. And, uh, and I had, I think they were all fitted. Yeah. They were, like, uh, you know, down in, you, you know this, down in San Diego, it was all, like, the, op hats and yeah. like um it was, it was i all have, surfer style yeah, hats. I, like because um there's a lot of ha- um my my favorite hat when i was like seven or eight maybe six seven was i had a more boogie like painter's hat yeah yeah that i was yeah. like that's all i wore i like every oh, picture so 90s dude. such a 90s like thing well like um, all those neon surf clothes yeah. especially in san diego it's it's a like big everywhere. green shirt that has a gecko on it somewhere yeah. Yeah. I have like I, so many like yeah I had well then like TNC shirts all the goofy yep. cartoons I yep. had like a Twilight Zone one it was like a oh, Twilight cool. Zone parody because yeah all those parody TNC shirts right and then they had that video game that was TNC Surf Design the, the I remember was what wasn't like some of like the surfing part was really hard like and really it was like an, you were like a monkey right yeah the gorilla the ape, monkey the, the guy. gorilla that like and then surfed. there was the skating part but Phil told me that like. That was supposed to be a different game, and they just like reskinned it for TNT. Oh, really? Yeah, because huh. you like had looked into it. Um, but yeah, I, I played that game a lot, and they had a sequel that I never played. Yeah, I never, I never saw the sequel either. That was like past kind of the time when I was playing yeah. NES games. I think I'd already moved on to Super yeah. Nintendo. Uh, what else on Amazon? That's it. That's it. We only had a couple things. Okay. Still, every every little bit. Helps. Every little bit helps. Exactly. Helps Every little bit helps. And keep the lights like, on. I don't want to freak you out. We're already in the second half of the year, like yeah. well into the second half no. of the year. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's going to be coming. Like the, the holidays, Ugh. the times we're spending is going to get out of control. I know it's terrifying to think of, but we're almost and there. And we're just going to be bombarded by all of that stuff. All the stuff. Uh, it'll be interesting for you because it'll be – the holidays are going to be different in the job you're in than they've been probably in. Oh, dude, the holidays, I'm going to actually be off. That's that. I mean, that's the cool thing. I get two weeks off at Christmas. That's crazy. Like, I get two like, weeks. I get a whole week off for Thanksgiving. Just, just like, it's not even like you have to take it. It's, no. there's no work. You're yeah. not working. Work is closed. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. I'm super stoked. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, but I'm also, if you want to get away, you can get away to Mountain Room Escapes. Oh, that's big right. Bear. Yeah. If you want to do some escape rooms, it's got, Matthew's got a cool one up there. If you go to mountainroomescapes.com to book your tickets, you can use the code Radio Brendo Man. You get $5 off each ticket. That's a good it's deal. Great value. It's yeah. a good deal. And it's a fun escape room. I did it. Yeah. We need have to, you we ever? Need to oh, you've there. done some escape rooms. Josh. I've done a bunch of, of escape are, rooms. Are you? Are, so did you, did you catch the fever? No, not like. Uh, Phil and Janelle uh, are just like obsessed. They're crazy with it. I, I think they're cool. I think that they are. I think that there is a, um, there is a very wide gap between good ones and bad I mean, ones. Because I've, I've, I guess I haven't done a bad one yet. Yeah, because when a they're bad, I've heard they're really bad. Yeah. Um, and it's a bummer when you're just like, man, this is a lot of wasted money. Yeah, um, I just spent like twenty five, thirty right. dollars. Um, but but good ones are. That's the thing is like when the highs are high. Yeah, they're. And I'm excited. We're cool. going at some point. We're going to the one. There's this one in Irvine 
that Phil and Janelle got me for my birthday. That's supposed to be. It's one of the highest rated ones. Which one is it? Do you I know? I forgot what it's called. Oh. We did, the one we did with that I did with them was pretty cool, and they, I guess they have a Sherlock Holmes one that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I f- I feel like uh, it's it's. It's kind of a weird fad that is ripe for like somebody to have really great crazy ideas. Oh yeah. Um or uh once VR is everywhere then maybe you just put on a VR helmet and then you'll be escaping from a a holodeck room. Speaking of VR, so did you see what they did to Revolution at Six Flags? Yes. That seems kind of nuts, right? I have heard that it sucks for a lot of reasons. Doesn't it, I've heard? Well, Derek said it like breaks half the time, so one, they're not even looking at anything. So, so from what I've heard is that when it's working, the graphics look really terrible and the latency is really bad. Which wouldn't that um, like? For, I feel like for if you're on VR a coaster, makes you sick. When, like, so you're on a moving roller. Co- I feel like it would make me throw up like immediately. Well, it, it doesn't even matter that the like take the roller coaster part out. If you're wearing an immersive headset and mm-hmm. you move your head and the the it doesn't world like, doesn't move in. like moves with a lag you immediately feel like you're sick yeah so that part Add is sucked, but, that, but let's part. let's say that everything works everything is cool um like like take all that out it takes forever to load each car because oh, yeah, I bet. every People single like, person has to be loaded in they have to mount the thing on them they have to make sure they can see they have to make sure that it's calibrated all that stuff and i guess it just takes forever and for a subpar experience like no thank you i don't need, I need to wait that long for that did you get to do any vr stuff at e3 i did um i got to do some pretty cool vr stuff uh i played um a lot of the uh sony uh vr headset that's coming out in october Do they have any like horror stuff because i feel like horror vr stuff for me is like a no-go oh yeah they have a lot of horror stuff i can't do, i could not they do it because they have just i saw i did a horror demo with just the google goggles yeah or yeah whatever google the google cardboard. cardboard and i flipped out so i'm like i can't <laughs> do this in real because it was just you know, like a demonstration where like a girl came out of a television set or something and i was just like ah, that's, that, like, that's actually the app called i think it's called sisters and i did that oh same my one. god because uh, you like yeah, turn horror, around and then she's right behind you and horror is ugh. um is ugh. real easy for that uh but there are things that are also scary in vr that like I feel like you, a lot of stuff would just be scary. That, that aren't even – you wouldn't yeah. be scared of normally. Yeah. Like I, I played this game where you're on like a – basically like a Mars-like planet and you have mm-hmm. this really cool gun controller and you're shooting these bugs, like like big giant spider things and they're coming at you. And, and it's really cool because it's like super easy to aim because you just have to aim in real life. Yeah. And it's fun to shoot them and everything and then you're walking and I get to the end of the demo and there's this – I'm going into this giant cave. And what's cool about it is like – like it, it does a thing that like even Skyrim doesn't do, which is when you walk into the mouth of a cave, you can look up to see the top of it. So you, yeah. you get this idea of like this mouth is huge. Like this opening is gigantic. I can, I know because I'm standing at the base of it and I can look up and I can look all around. And then all of a sudden, like you hear this roar oh. and you, you back up and you see, and this is like right when the demo ends. So it's like a bummer that it didn't go, but this giant spider comes out and it's the size of the mouth of the cave. Oh, and I already know how big it is because I was in there looking at it. Yeah. So scale is like, you're not used to looking yeah, up in it at a monster in, in like, games. Yeah. yeah. So that, that part is really cool. Um, I played a game where I'm a, a hundred foot robot playing golf. Mm hmm. Uh, that's pretty fun. That game is called 100 Foot Robot Golf. 
Um, and you've pre-ordered the PS4 one? I do. Yeah, I have the P- the PlayStation VR pre-ordered. Okay. That's that's my VR because my computer is not quite up to playing any other ones. Yeah. Uh, and I also don't have $800 lying around. Yeah, because yeah, so, the Oculus is 800 bucks. The Oculus is 600 and then you'll need the touch controllers, which will yeah. probably put it to 800 And then the Vive, which I think is the better one, um, at least yeah, right now I've it is. heard for people that have actually done like – both and done the most important thing is the control that you have to have something to be able to move your hands in VR mm-hmm. because just holding a controller is cool, but it doesn't have the same effect. Yeah. So you want something. And honestly, I need to spend, I would need to spend $800 to get my computer up to spec and then I would need to spend the $800. So VR, I'm, I'm definitely waiting on, but the PlayStation one, I already have the PlayStation. I already have the camera. I already have all the stuff. So I'm just getting the headset. How close um, do you think we really are to the Oasis? Closer uh, than you think? Um, in terms of like uh, years, I think when you look back at how many years it took to get from here to there, That's you'll probably true. go, wow. I it didn't did think take, it would only take. Because we've been hearing about VR basically our entire life, like you and I. Oh, yeah. Virtu- like, there, there was a company called Virtuality that was yeah. making them for like the Jaguar. And you remember like uh, – And then even then, even before that, you had like the virtual world where you get in the pods, but they yep, didn't have yeah, a headset. Yeah, arcades. Yeah. Like there was that stuff. And you had that all that stuff was terrible. Thing. Yeah. All, all of that stuff garbage. was terrible. But um, we're the closest lawnmower man. Like our yeah. our big thing is going to be like, can um, our bodies actually accept this? I think that's well. Part of it. Yeah, and the kids, the kids today will be like a better at it than we will. Yeah. But like in Ready Player One, they talk. About, he talks a lot about the haptic suits. Yeah, I think that's a big thing. Is like having haptic gloves, things that will be able to to give you feedback when you're like pushing against something, so you know that you're touching it. Yeah. Um, uh, that's going to be a big thing, but I also think that um, VR is never going to quite get as big as mm-hmm. as it will usher in AR, and yeah. AR will be the thing that we once they make headsets that we can just wear as pretty much glasses, and then you just have a Terminator HUD up all the yeah. time, and that's almost, you're just going to do that, and and uh, that's and that's where Black Mirror goes with all its yeah, stuff. Yeah, totally. It's like, all we, AR. There is no yeah, VR, right? And that's because VR, I think, is always going to be, it's, it's going to be, like, be like, it's going to be a mo- it's going to be like movies. Like, you go to a movie to escape, you know? You put this thing on and you're going to play around for a little bit. But AR is like cell phones. Like, we yeah. live with our cell phones, yeah. right? We, t- we take them everywhere. We do everything with them. That's what I feel like AR is going to be. And eventually they'll be able to make a thing that is, you know, you're wearing glasses, it's AR, and you press a button and they go dark and they yeah. are VR. You know, it'll all be one thing. But, uh, yeah, it's, we're very close to like things taking off in a crazy way um but then i think like i you know i have i have friends that i play dungeons dragons with but they're up in la and i always have to drive up there and i think like man it'll be great when we could all just put headsets on yeah, and look over just all and hanging see, out and you know see the person sitting next to you so um that kind of stuff i think is really cool yeah definitely so, well you know what else is cool comic-con palm springs is gonna be awesome yeah uh hopefully Hopefully. It's going to be real cool. Um, I hope it's not – well, it's going to be terrible. Look, it's going to be hot. But it's going to be hot, be, we're going to be inside. We're going to be in an air-conditioned ballroom in a hotel. That stuff should be fine. There's a lot of cool people that are going to be there. I mean, a lot like, of cool people. No matter what. And then uh, for the Benview side, uh, that as listed or as sort of told right now, it's a killer lineup. It's a great lineup. You got a lot of, a lot of great stuff. There's going to be a lot of cool panels, a lot of cool podcasts. Uh, the Blaze are going to be there, right? Yep. 
Losing um, Cat going to be there. They're doing their Cheryl thing. from Movies Made Me is going to be there. That's right. Is she doing a uh, like an actual? I don't think so. She's going to be on oh. one of the panels. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, one, I think the podcast. And that's it. ComicConPalmSprings.com. Use code yep. CVW to get ten dollars off. I mean, Stan Lee's going to be there. And Even if you don't pay last, for one of his. I, I think he's doing like a farewell tour kind of thing. Okay. Okay. And I don't know but how he's, solid he's it is. He's not going to be doing a lot more. But definitely so. not. He's definitely doing just a few more. And this is one of his official last ones. And I mean, he is 94 years old. He's really yeah. getting up there. Yeah. We don't, we're not yeah. going to have him for much longer. No, it's only going to be so many more times where you're going to be walking down. Cause this is always my Stanley experience at conventions. I don't know if you've ever had this before where you're walking down a hallway or somewhere and everybody just kind of stops and is like, it's him. And then he walks by waving. Yep. And that's Excelsior happened to me. Ian. Yeah. And he's still, he's, 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 and he, and he, and I think, I think that's almost what, I think that he loves that. It's pretty yeah, clear. Yeah, he totally does. And I think it's what, I mean, I think it might be one of his secrets to still being out and doing <laughs> this at 94 yeah. years old. Yeah. Is he never stopped? Like he's still, and I mean, cause once you stop, I feel like that's when it's over. Yep. Yep. Cause I talk, I worked with a lot of retirees at uh, Disneyland at the main gate and a lot of them were working there because they were like, Man, I, Got, I, I retired and I, I saw the end of the line and I wasn't start ready. Fall, you start falling apart. Yeah. yeah. You, you and keep yourself, you, there was your a body man, will adjust. There was a man, um, his wife had died and that's why he went back to work. He's like, I couldn't, I just couldn't. Couldn't just be, be doing nothing yeah. and being in there. And, yeah, totally. And, and then it was the real sad was like, then these people eventually they would have to like, they'd have to stop working and it usually would be like it, within a year. They were it gone. Very quickly. Yeah. I went to, that was the sad part about working at the main entrance is I went to a lot of funerals. Oh man. Cause it was a lot of people's last stop. Yeah. Like yeah. I, mean, I don't want to depress everybody when they see the old people taking your ticket, but I mean, <laughs> it's just the way But of life. you know, to uh, enjoy that time when they give it to you, you they, know, they, it, and they you know that they're there because they want to be there. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, for most sure. of the people, I mean, a lot of people, I mean, if you work at Disneyland, you kind of want to be there because you're definitely not making money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah, so that's so that's that's Comic Con Palm Springs. <laughs> yep. Um I had a pretty crazy week. I started working at two schools. Okay. So it's like, hey Brendan, we're gonna give you twice as much work to do and half in, the time in less to do a less it. amount of days, right? And and also I'd never been at school because I started at Rodriguez in April. Okay. And so it was like towards the end of school and school's yeah. winding down and there is nothing more stoked than a teacher about to yeah like and so they yeah. were just like everything's great so start of school is <laughs> the opposite I, oh my god Brendan this needs to be right now I need it right now I'm not, I'm not uh. it's just crazy uh. crazy and I'm also trying to get used to things that a new school oh right yeah and then yeah, I go to my differently and then, so I'm like well I kind of know what the score is in my other school so it's gonna be fine when I go there I go there today. And they're like, we have three new carts of laptops, um, totaling 200 laptops, <laughs> and they all need to be joined to the domain and set up. Yep. And I'm just like, all I'm hearing is, wah, wah, wah. by this point, <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. And then and then they're like, also, here's 80 Samsung Galaxy tabs, and um, you have to configure all these manually also <laughs> and get these into carts and uh, – and if you and, and then and then and then I'm just getting normal tickets from like teachers sure. that like regular need help stuff too. And that setting up stop. setting up new teachers, getting their printers 
all that. And so, but it's, I mean, at least I know it's, I'm definitely not, it's nice to always have something to do. Yes. And you know what I was thinking? Cause I, I think that, uh, I mean, you work in a pretty Jan- high pressure IT yeah. environment. And, and when, especially was, are you, you're like the only guy where you are, right? Pretty much. It's crazy There's, being the only guy. Yeah. But it's yeah. also nice because you don't have too many people looking over your shoulder. No. And you don't have people telling you, here's where you totally effed up. No. And we have a, there's a couple of people that, like at my work that, like, um, you know, they're, they're kind of lower positions mm-hmm. and the, the executives are always kind of talking about like, man, I don't even know what that person does. Yeah. Like they are, they're wasting time that they, they should be working hard or whatever. And then they never say that to me mm-hmm. because I would, one, I, w- I would, <laughs> I would unleash a fury. The unleash fact that they've never, that you don't even know seen before. Because that's, they, the thing, yeah. that's the thing. Like, I don't even think. Like, I don't think you even know what I could do they're, to this place. But they're also smart because they're just like, I, I know that I don't even want to know all the stuff that they have to that he yeah. has to do. So, so I, I'm I'm happy that that happens. But the one thing I was thinking about because I think that the Vecchios, uh, we hung out with them and they. They mentioned like, oh, I think, yeah, Brendan might be getting, I think it was before, he was like, oh yeah, he might be working at another school. And I thought, well, that sounds like, that sounds, sounds crappy, but the, the, I think the upshot is, uh, that's job security. Oh yeah. Because if the ones, if you were just working for the one school and if they ever got to a point where like, hey, you know what, actually things are moving pretty well, we don't need you as much. It's like, oh man, now, uh, like you know there's always that fear yeah. but now that you're in like two places it can only get to a yeah. point where you can say hey i am literally not enough you're yeah. gonna need and another every person t- and already like the people at the one at, at both schools are like oh my gosh i can't wait to like i'm so glad that you're here like oh oh yeah. gosh because it's so crazy so, so at least i got that that's going. good for you yeah. it's good for and, you and also again like it feels a lot better now like because i'm helping teachers teach yeah. kids instead yeah. of I'm helping this company somebody like, make a bottom make, line. Yeah, and I'm getting yeah. treated like yeah. whereas here they appreciate everything I do. I get told I'm awesome like 10 yeah. times a day. They give yeah. me treats, they give me like food and And you know what? You know that this you know very clearly that the school year has a yeah, it has, has a, a beginning and an end and it has a, a beginning and an end, but it also has like a curve, yeah. right? Oh yeah. So this is the worst part. This is the worst part. But then and you're going to get to break where yeah. everyone's going to be like, oh, it's break. Nobody cares anymore. Yeah. And then you're going to come back, and then it's going to be that downward slope again. Yeah. Where it's just to like, oh, we're we're easy. skating till yeah, we're skating towards the summer. Yeah. So, um, you it's know, at least at least that part you and know uh, has a duration. And it's helped me keep me occupied because when I first got like, because I went to Comic Con, and then I had Monday off. Like I came back on Mon, like I came back here the from Monday San Diego after. on Monday, okay, and I yeah. didn't come to work until Tuesday. And then that first Tuesday, Wednesday at work before I went over to the second school, and things were crazy. But when I was just back at um, Rodriguez, and I had like I didn't have that much to do because we hadn't gotten three hundred computers yet, right? <laughs> um, and and I'm like working on stuff. I'm formatting Max, and and I just I really had the post Comic Con depression, yeah. bad because Comic Con is so much fun. Also, because I'm around all my friends that I don't get to see all the time, right? And there's there are people that I only see at Comic Con, right? And then there's people like the Benview guys where I don't get to see them that much, and definitely not for like four days in a row, right? And I'm hanging out with Derek and Benson and and Lindy and Phil and seeing everybody and then it's like oh no back to normal life and yeah don't see anybody and don't talk to anybody and 
just kind of, you know, yeah. so, but so getting back to work really helped me kind of, all right, I'm just get back into the groove, yeah, get back in here. And then it also provided money because on Thursday, so there's this, I talk about it more on MBWS, which is my wrestling podcast, right? Um, MBWSpod.com. But on, so there's this indie wrestling group in based out of Reseda. They're basically running the best non WWE shows in the entire world in a 400 seat, um, Elks Lodge in Reseda. Huh. And, um, is this, is this Bola? Yeah. Battle Los Angeles. They're now that's their event, right? Yeah, like the that's event, their, it's their yeah. biggest event of the year. That's it's their a, WrestleMania. Yeah. It's a three night tournament. And so it's three shows, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, they, they brought in even more wrestlers this year from all over the world. They brought in a bunch of ex WWE guys like this guy, Cody Rhodes. It's one of his first non WWE performances. So it's very <laughs> exciting. They brought in a bunch of Lucha Underground guys. They brought in one of my favorite wrestlers from Japan who I've been watching since I was a kid, Jushin Thunder Liger. He is a wrestling anime character. He has a comic. <laughs> He's great. Um, his theme song is amazing. He's, he is, he's a, he's a, he's a wrestling anime character. It's, it's great. And I love him. I got to meet him a couple years ago at WrestleCon and it was like, was does he power up like it? He does like, he does fun, (laughs) he does fun, goofy stuff. Um, he's pretty great. He has like this crazy mask with like fake hair and like horns on it. Yep. And all that all sounds, that all sounds like it tracks. He's he's the best and he's, cause he's been, and he's been wrestling forever and he's still going. He's like in his fifties, but he's still great. Yeah. He's still great. Like, cause he was smart enough that when he started getting older, he adapted his style a little bit and started doing a little less of the crazy stuff. So he's been able to keep Keep his career going. Yeah. So I'm super excited, but getting tickets to this because so there's I, only, that's what I've heard is that like every time I would see that you were yeah, like, I have to tried to or, get tickets for, I've been trying, I've never last year for Bola. I had to ask friends. Right. And but that's because you tried to get them and just no, they go, sell right? out in one sell minute, out. one yeah. minute. Jeez. Um, I mean, there's not that many tickets, right? Yeah, there's 400 tickets. Yeah. So. Not even because I know they have like their comps. Sure. That they sure. claim that they don't have, but there are certain people they, that are always there that do. I know. I have yeah. verified that there are some comps, not as many as people would think. Right. I people, would there, but they would probably section off 30 or 40. Yeah. yeah um, if that. So, so yeah, some. those tickets are hard to get. They're, they're the hot ticket, especially now that like it's become a cool thing to do even for non wrestling fans. Right. Um, so much to the chagrin of the hardcore wrestling community. There's the a million lot dollar of, question is, did you get tickets? I got tickets. It was crazy. Did you get how? Did you get? Tickets I got tickets for what to night? all three nights. You got tickets to all three nights. I do not know how it happened. That's well, the that's the four day the four days with preview night. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, it's the golden ticket. I got everything. That's the thing. And not even standing room. Like general mission. It's not front row, but I'll have a seat. Sure. And yeah. That's all that matters because these shows are like five hours long. There's only there's only four hundred seats. There's probably yeah. very few bad seats. Yeah. Oh, there isn't because. There's literally like three rows of seats and then it's the wall. And okay, in the front gotcha. row, you are touching the ring. Right. So crazy. Like, it's nuts. When and, is that? Um, it is September. It's the first weekend in September. Okay. I'm so excited because the basically this time it took six minutes for tickets to, to sell out, but that was because the site was down for five minutes <laughs> because the sites. So the tickets went on sale at eight o'clock precisely. The site started crashing at seven fifty. 
Okay, yep. So that, I'm like, that's normally how it goes. And I'm like, okay, here's what's going to happen. People are going to give up, so I'm just going to keep refreshing. So I refreshed for 10 minutes, and then it was still crashing, and I'm like, oh, this is done. I'm done. I'm done. I was waiting for it to refresh and show sold out on the PayPal buttons, but instead I hit refresh and those PayPal buttons pop up. So oh, I just you, so basically you snuck in. I clicked all three, and so all three of them popped up in my cart in once. So because it just kept the same cart page, and open. then you're just scrambling and then it was like, to check, check out, out. Check, yeah. out. <laughs> check out, check out, check out. Please check out. And and I got my receipt, and I'm like, I did it. And I and went then, back wait, in. And then you got I your sw- email confirmation? I, yeah, I got my email confirmation, so I knew so I'm good. So you know it's real. And and so then I swoop back around thinking maybe I'll try and grab some more, and they're done. Yeah. And you're, yeah. Standing room now, is gone. Everything is gone. That's literally what I did for PAX this year. When it popped up on my phone, I hit the link immediately, and and then immediately went to my laptop and typed in the website. Mm-hmm. And between the time I hit the link and the time... I typed in the website and pressed enter on my laptop. The phone got in and the laptop showed sold yeah. out. And that that's was, like how, that's yeah. how crazy that is. Yeah. And, and that's for 70,000 pa- like yeah, people, right? Is, that can go to that. You're talking about 400. And there are thousands upon thousands of people from all over. People fly in from all over the world for this. Right. Like it's crazy. That, that that's crazy. And then that's and then, cool. And then it was crazy because then I'm like, Oh crap, I better get a hotel room because ho- I knew hotel rooms in Reseda go like immediately for this because there's, all, there's yeah, only so yeah. many hotels in Reseda. And I got, I finally, I had never been able, because the last time I went, I tried to get a room. There's a Howard Johnson that's like within walking distance. Okay. And it's where a bunch of the wrestlers stay and it's, but, and I was able to, I went on booking.com and I got it for like really cheap. And then I, and then I just, for curious, then I hit refresh and it was already gone. Oh. So like even, I even got in on the hotel. Oh man. Boom. And, uh, so I'm, and, and I'm luckily again, I have this nice job because that was a nice chunk of money. Let me tell you, I dropped more money than I did. I paid about as much for these tickets for, um, Bola as I did for my WrestleMania ticket this year. Really? Yeah, it's, it's not cheap. Wow. And then you don't have to do the, I mean, you don't have to fly like no, you're I'm local in, enough. I'm local enough, That's but I am going to stay there because I don't want to have to drive back and forth. Yeah, yeah, totally. And you also, should. um, to get a good, like, to get to, to get a really good seat, you do have to kind of wait in line for a long time. And since I have nothing better to do, it's probably what I'll do. Okay. So your ticket gets you to the chairs, but it doesn't uh, yeah. issue you a chair. Yeah. Right. Okay. It gets, you're guaranteed a chair. Just might it might but, be on the stage. But it what chair be, you get on yeah. determined by how early you get there. Last year I got there at four o'clock, and I was eight, and for the eight o'clock bell time, and I was able to get second row, which basically okay. is front row. Um, okay. Because if you're in front row, you're going to be standing half the time because again you're like right on the apron and guys go flying. Some guys going to fly into you. Yeah. yeah. And so it's okay. basically front row. Um, and the Friday, I probably will get there, like, because Friday I'm going to go straight from work. So I probably won't get there. But I'm mm. fine. I'm fine night That's one. Fine. Yeah, two more nights. Because, again, even if you're in, like, the last of the seated rows, you're still closer than you would ever be at a WWE event. Right, right. Like, it's because, again, WWE has a huge buffer around the ring, which there is no buffer at this one. Right. Like, all of PWG would probably fit in where the seats start. At WWE events, uh, you're gonna like, be getting hit by sweat. Oh, dude, I've I've nearly got I've almost gotten creamed multiple times 
Like I almost got hit with a last bullet. I saw those pictures last of bullet, like, I it. almost got hit with a ladder. That's the one where I took a picture where I'm standing. There's all these wrestlers on the ground. There's a wrestler right above yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was the craziest picture. I I immediately right after I put my camera down, I dodged a super kick. Does anybody ever get like do they ever get Oh do, yeah. do audience members get hurt? Not hurt, but they have been known to t- They've been hit. Cuz I know damaged. those guys are 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 doing things that they're, they're relatively controlled. Yeah, like they're they, professionals, but sometimes they know it gets doing. a little yeah. crazy. And again, they are swinging ladders and chairs around in a very confined space. That's crazy. So I'm super excited for that. Um, so I have a, a wrestling thing that I'm uh, that I follow. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, um, there is a PAX wrestling league. Oh really? And well, yeah, and what it is is that at all the different PAXs, they um, they originally started it as they were just going to do. Uh, it's basically a bunch of games journalists that I follow, game creators, um, people in that industry, and then they play N64 wrestling games. Oh, like so, No Mercy. Yeah, so that's they're the playing – that's the thing. They're playing the game, but they all have wrestling personas. Yeah. So – so, but it's spiraled way out of control now. <laughs> I've heard where about this. There is a commissioner who is yeah. who's a character, and then there is – there was like the heel – um, there was the there was the face character that was that was rising up. He was the ch- first champion, and then there was kind of the heel team, mm-hmm. right? That was like the bad guys, and then it turned out that the face character, um, there's this one there's this one heel character who was like the biggest. He was the big bad, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know who to re- how to relate. Like maybe he was the Stone Cold. Was Stone Cold the bad guy? Well, he was a good bad guy. Okay, so this like guy Mr. is just McMahon like man is like the ultimate bad. Yeah, th- this guy was kind of like, like Triple um, H. Yeah, yeah, he was the, like a Triple H. Like he was just the, he was the star bad guy, and he yeah. was always going after the 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 face. Mm-hmm. And it turned out at the end that the face was working for the heel team the whole time, and the heel team turned on this bad guy, and he got ousted. Ooh. And all of this is happening while they're playing <laughs> like these bad N sixty four wrestling games. Um, but it's hilarious because like, I, you know, we'll be there all cheering along in the exact same ways and they'll be bringing out like these games journalists and like there's this game creator from Japan who came out and like everybody freaked out when he was there because like nobody would have thought that he would have been there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, I, I go to wrestling shows at PAX now. So maybe, we also maybe are both someday. big Xavier Woods fans. That's true. We are Xavier Woods fans. Do you Xavier watch Woods Up Up great. Down Down? I do. Uh, I get to I get to watch it every now and then. He shows up on a lot of he, other but stuff. He's, that yeah, I watch. he's huge, and because he's really big into Street Fighter. Right. You, I mean, you said you saw his whole thing with Kenny Omega. I watched another thing with Kenny wrestler. Omega. Uh, Xavier Woods is very uh, comes in and plays a lot with the Giant Bomb guys. Mm-hmm. So I see them. He was at E3. Yeah, when he I was goes there. to all the game shows. He's like a super gamer. Like oh yeah, like he's Xavier super Woods hardcore. Is he's there. A lot of wrestlers are super because. What what else are they going to instead of doing cocaine like they did in the eighties? I feel like they all play video games. Yeah, yeah, like, they 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 do. They they all are. There's a league, you, league of them that are all playing yeah. Clash Royale. And you watch them on Up Up Down Down, and it's all just them. And that's why I love it because you get to see these wrestlers like totally out of character. And yeah, you, like they're all super cool guys. They're super nerds. Like they're all watching, on the road. Yeah. they're on the road all the time. Watching so they, guys like play, they play like these super bad guys, like Rusev and Baron Corbin, and then like they're just chilling, playing video games, and like yeah. watching like the last one, like Baron Corbin was like playing Road Rash with Xavier, and and I'm like, okay. I well, I found cool out too. about Xavier Woods when a clip went around of him on 
uh, it was like on, it was some wrestling, you know, it was Raw or one of the big shows or something. And he came out and he played the Final, oh, and he Fantasy, played the Final Fantasy fanfare Fantasy theme on, on, his trombone. on his trombone. And yeah. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then they came out at WrestleMania as Dragon Ball Z characters. Yeah, that, and then after like, that I was like, okay, he is, this, this guy is crazy. They, when they were um, doing their whole, like, they were, they were doing like a, they, they listed, he got up and listed all of the Pokemon. <laughs> There's a um there there are a ton of games journalists people that and games like people that I follow they are all into wrestling. Oh, yeah. So like you I said know, when I was at WrestleMania at NXT you're like I know a ton of other people that are there. Yeah, yeah. And and like I don't I know a lot about wrestling from the uh like they talk about it sense and yeah. I don't like I know names that I have no <laughs> idea what they look like. But um yeah, there's a there's a ton of people that are are super into it and it's it's kind of a crazy thing. Um, but that's cool. I'm super glad that you were able to get those tickets. Yeah, I'm stoked. And, uh, we'll be talking more about that when it happens. And also check out, be... uh, Mr. Brendo's re- wrestling show, yeah, which NBA, I told, WS Pod. uh, my partner in crime, Jesse, about. And he thought the idea of having a person, uh, on the show that, like, was not. Oh, yeah, it's great. Like, Veronica, he, this is he, like, she has never watched wrestling before. He now. thought it was the, go- it's just a great sounding idea. And he also thinks that Veronica's. It's Veronica Steele, right? Yeah, she's got the she perfect the best name. name. It's the yeah. greatest name for yeah. having a cool. He, he said she's character. already a wrestling character. Oh yeah, so and it's great to watch. She's got. She's quickly gotten very into it. Like, I listened to when Matt was on your show. That was the first time that I, I'd listened to it. Yeah, and she already like I was hoping for her to be in like okay guys now explain so for me so I would know and it already sounded like she was way she's she's gone she, she went way she past. went from zero to like one hundred yeah but I mean it helped because I was like because right when she started getting into it I'm like oh there's a pay per view happening next month so her first WWE pay per view experience wasn't even watching it like on a TV it was being it was live. There. That's crazy. Live WWE events will sell anybody. Right. Right. Because it's just so much. Like, There's kind of husband, no other production. Yeah. And her like husband had, did not care about wrestling at all. And afterwards, he was super into it. That's crazy. Because, like, I mean, you when you have this like. like You're like a drug dealer. This is <laughs> bad. Which, it's you, you're What you're doing. Yeah, of course it is. You're getting more and more people hooked. Uh, Driving Derek crazy. <laughs> Well, that's God's work. Yeah. So, that's what um, I to do. That, yeah. Um, well, let's do some quick, like, lightning rounds here. What are you reading okay. anything? I'm, I'm almost, I'm, I'm already 30% done with A Dance with Dragons. I'm doing a reread. Okay. So I'm on the fifth Game of Thrones book. Uh, I am, uh, I was reading, uh, I'm still reading, uh, Masters of Doom. Oh yeah, I want to read that. Is... I read the intro, like, on Amazon, like, the free one, and it, I was hooked, but I, pretty fantastic. Cause yeah, that, their story is just nuts. Yeah, um, Masters of Doom, I have, um, I, so I'm a big, so people from don't the very know beginning, the story of id Software of, and Doom. Yeah, and of John Doom Carmack and, and, and Quake and, and Romero and that, that whole. And their amazing ascent and then like, uh, Ion Storm's total yeah. like, no, Romero is down. like the ultimate just like yeah. crash. He, it's like him and the, Boondock Saints guy are like right yeah, there is yeah, like yeah. crash and burn horribly totally. later after on just, just making mobile games <laughs> yeah. and so um he popped I, back up in the world though didn't isn't he trying to do something yeah but it, it, he was doing still, a Kickstarter that then they canceled because they didn't have yeah um I have been a big supporter of the boss fight books oh yeah you got me into every those single huge. one of them they're great yeah. 
backed every single one of those, so I have a ton of those that I need to read. Um, uh, I started buying I'm, them on those story bundles because they started yeah, popping up on there. Yeah. I got a bunch um, of them. I'm there. super excited about Katamari coming out. Yeah. Uh, that's why, oh, I mean, every, every time. We talked they, about th- this on this They make a book. Yeah. You talked about this on book. Extra Damage, but sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. But I have to. The Katamari clicker game is terrible. It's really bad. It's really bad. I was so upset because I'm like, how do you mess this up? I mean, I you, was hoping. I was so excited for a Katamari clicker game. And you know what? I play a lot of idle games. Yeah. And, uh, I play and, Kicker Heroes pretty much nonstop. Yeah. Those are good ones. The one I'm playing is like the mobile version of Clicker Heroes, which is Tap Titans. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's awesome. Well, they but, actually have Clicker Heroes now. I see. I was, I was actually going to search that today. I was like, yeah. I wonder if there's a mobile it's, version. They got of this. a mobile. They've had it for a little bit. There's a game I play called Time Clickers, which was pretty cool. Did you um, get into the, what's one I played for a little bit that crap? It was, a, it was about money. Adventure Capitalist? Yes. Or, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't got, played Adventure Capitalist I got Capitalist way into yet. that, but then I was like, I think I'm done. Yeah. It was they got too a, much. They got a political one now uh, that you can play that's like, like tap politics or something. I feel like Katamari. Like, just roll shit up and get bigger. Yeah. And You know what, though? Katamari maybe only works when it's Katamari. You I know, maybe that's the thing. Maybe that is the um, thing. You actually got to meet the guy, which I'm still I so met Keita Taka- Meeting Keita Takahashi was like my that was your thing that was that your... was my thing i almost i'm trying to think of somebody else that like if i met i would be like as struck because katamari damasi is like my top three favorite yeah. game of all like it's in my top three i don't know what I, the order I mean, is exactly I, I love it and also i mean to to just again to speak to its power it's it got phil to buy a playstation 2 which if that's you know pretty phil crazy. that's pretty crazy yeah and then the other, the other, uh, uh, like, c- kind of creator, and I, I have one of the books from Boss Fight Books is Shadow of the Colossus. I'm about to oh, start yeah. that one. Well, but so I'm also is, that's actually happening. The sequel, right? Uh, well, um, Whatever. Last Guardian. Last Guardian. Yeah, Last Guardian is coming out. We will, I, we'll have to see how it is. Phil but. and I talked about it because we're like, because I'm like, like I feel like now, like man, because we were talking about know. like it was entering Duke Nukem Forever territory. And, I yeah. That game was announced in 2007? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Long time ago. Um, and now I'm like, I feel like, I don't know. is anything going to be able to live up to what we've I done? don't know. I don't know. But it, I, you know, Ueda is, I, I'm, I'll play it. Like, I'll, I'll give it a shot and see how it is. I yeah. don't know if it'll quite hit the, but, but his design I think could come through. So, I, like the care, everything about the character and the world and everything is there. I just wonder if like, it's gonna feel like a 10 year old game when you're mm-hmm. actually playing it. You know, games have come a long way in 10 yeah. years. Which um, is pretty much what happened to Duke Nukem Forever. Totally, totally. Duke Nukem Forever. But what's crazy Which is I'm, I never writing a, even I'm writing a review for it right now. I'm super late on it, but I, I get it in because the magazine I write for is takes forever. Anyways. You're writing for a magazine? Um, I do. I write game reviews for a magazine. That's how I went to uh, E3. What magazine? Um, the magazine's called Ruckus, Ruckus Mag. It's R-U-K-U-S. Um, I, we only have like, we have like two game reviews an, uh, an, a month. It's mainly like a girl bikini and like car magazine. Okay. But like we have a little game section in it. So, um, it got me to E3. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the new Doom was a game that did what Duke Nukem couldn't, which was yeah. stay true to the original, but like 
be a modern I only game got as to well. play it a little bit and I was like, oh my god, this is the Doom that I it this is what I wanted like, Doom 3 to be. Yes. And absolutely. And I'm not a Doom guy. Like I never see, I played the first I couple of Dooms. Was the guy that like was completely obsessed but it with was Doom and so Doom 2. Good that even it even got me into it because of how just well yeah. made and I, everything it was. I'm thinking about buying it, and I you don't really buy put a lot either of that games. or put it on your GameFly. Play I did, the. I, play that's the what campaign. I did. I'm going to do it on GameFly and see. Yeah, you know, because I you I, should I, play that campaign. It's fantastic, and it's a really great playing game. But I want to make my impassioned plea for for reading. Mm-hmm. It's coming up to Halloween, or or we'll be we'll be getting close to it, right? Mm-hmm. And every year I read it. And I want everyone to read it. John Dies at the End it is one of my favorite books of all time. Uh, don't watch the movie. Read the book. It's so good. Somebody came in and is Man, muted. It's uh, it's Zach Eastman. Zach, Zach Eastman's Eastman. here. He's gonna he's gonna get us. Zach he Eastman looks like, is in the chat. He looks like he was filming a horror <laughs> movie on the webcam. Yeah. Um. Yes, uh, John Dies at the End. It's one of my favorite novels like, I, ever. I watched the movie and I loved it. I haven't read the, the book. The book is so much better. The book is so good. Um, there's so many things. It, it really is like a modern... Because I remember you person. and Ish were reading it when yeah. it came out. And then they, it was the second, wasn't that the second one called This Book is Full of Spiders? Yeah, yeah. And, that and I love that guy because he writes good. for Cracked. It's David Wong. It, he is the... I think he's the editor-in-chief of Cracked. Yeah. David Wong is like... he's. What's crazy is he's us. Like, he grew up with the same internet. Like, he grew up yeah. in the same, like, sensibilities. He knows all the things that we know when we see things. And then he wrote a horror story with all of that in mind. And it's really fantastic. Um, so, that that's the book that I would uh, recommend. Well, I, it's on my list of things to read. I just have so many Read it for things. Halloween this year. I, I think I'll do that. Um, it's a good... I know I'm going to read Harry Potter in like two days probably. And right, Since right, it's just a yeah. script. So you can, and you won't be able to stop. Yeah. And I mean, how long the play... However long the play is, I mean, that's probably how long it'll take me to read it. And, right, right. Um, but it's 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 both parts, so they haven't... Because they haven't performed the second part yet. Right. So, that's going to be so nuts when it comes here. Like... They're you saying know it's that like, like sold out until 2017 yeah. already. They're saying like, that when it comes to Broadway, it's going to be the thing that like finally like destroys Hamilton. Like, yeah, because Hamilton, yeah. like Hamilton, when it like even trying, like I think they started like pre-sales or something for like Pantages or something, or they're talking it, and like it's going to be so nuts. Yeah, like just yeah. Hamilton. I can't imagine this Harry Potter thing, especially yeah. now that like this is it. Because Harry Potter is going to bring in people that oh, yeah. probably still wouldn't go to Hamilton, like yeah. you know, kids. Yeah, it's like going to be youngsters. crazy. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. And from what I heard, like it's just. And then I, I've just heard really good things, and yeah, I'm, and I mean, it's the end of it's the end of the Harry Potter like story. Yeah, like the official end of it. Yeah. So All crazy. Right. Any anything you're watching? You want to talk? We uh, about yeah. Black Mirror, but what do you? couple things uh like real quick um preacher we just finished the season finale of preacher i watched the pilot um, before anybody else and then i never actually watched the show oh man preacher I, was it looked great it looked pretty good it was amazing yeah. the pilot was amazing but this crazy thing is, is that the entire season one Doesn't it all is, happened before the comics even yeah start? it basically the last episode was the entire lead up to them going on the road and starting the comics essentially, mm-hmm. which super exciting. Like wish it was ready to go now, but, um, 
they will do things in that show that like they take, oh, yeah. they they it, go they places go to some that, crazy places it, like, like crazy really crazy um we just finished penny dreadful yeah i know you've been talking um, about that how is that i want to um i this this last season i thought was pretty good it's the final season they actually ended the show okay um which i'm happy with i like when they end shows yeah um the first two seasons are fantastic and this this last season i think is pretty good uh i liked that series all the way through it's uh it's on netflix it's, yeah, and it gets super crazy. Like, Eva Green is fantastic because she can act so crazy yeah. and, like, look, like, awful, just monstrous. And then she can be phenomenally beautiful. Yeah. And what's and she has no problem just, like, turning that on and off. She um, reminds so me she, of um, a younger – what's her face? Uh, Tim Burton's ex. Helen – Helena Bonham, Bonham Carter. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, where like with 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 I think even more extreme. Even more extreme though, because where like yeah. her gross extreme, like she can straight up just look so un like really ragged and awful, and mm-hmm. because she's playing like kind of a person who's losing their mind, and then at other times like she's playing high society Victorian London you know socialite, yeah. and uh, it's awesome. You know they they it's like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen if it, if that was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, like movie because like Dorian Gray is in it and Victor Von Frankenstein's in it. Um, Victor Frankenstein. I think there's a Vaughn in there. I don't think but so. um, they have like all those characters and and they That's bring cool. them in and they weave them pretty well throughout that. Nice. Uh, um, everybody should be watching Mr. Robot. That show. I is... haven't watched it yet. I know it's good, dude. Mr. Robot. You would love Mr. Robot too because it's the first show that shows hacking. Yeah, in uh, the correct, accurately. In the correct yeah. Way. Um, it's a lot of just like when he needs stuff, he, he ha- hacks into Facebook. You mean you know? it's not two people sitting at a keyboard typing there's, together? There's no GUIs. There's no like, it's just a lot of like Nmap and then, um. And then social you know, engineering and. And then social engineering. Yeah, that's totally it. People um, did not, I, 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 it's funny. I ended up having to write into the blaze because there's an episode of 90210 where Steve Sanders hacks into the grade bank by calling the school district office and pretending to be a repair guy. Yeah. And they were like, that's not hacking. And I'm like, actually, no, that, that is. Because I'm like, Kevin Mitnick, hacking. the original hacker, that's pretty much all he did. Yeah. Social engineering like, is... It's a very real thing. That is a and, very specific form yeah. of hacking. And it's one that works the most. Yeah, that's... still works yeah, all the time. Yeah, that's how the guy that, like, the journalist that had his iPad wiped yeah. with, like, all of his... And all because, the various nude leaks and... It's a, it's actually the the biggest kind of problem is that they still have really bad... There's huge loop... Like, there's still yeah. huge ways... Like if if again like I'm calling a good in person, with the last four but, digits of somebody's yeah, car, especially and, having worked tech support for so long, yeah, totally. I I feel like I could call in and I would know what to say and right. how to like trying to get. But I'm not an evil person, right? Um, totally. But I, it's still pretty easy to yeah. do. So you should totally when you get a chance, uh, when you have time, who yeah. knows? It's when, on my list because uh, it's on yeah, watch Amazon. And I, yeah. it's on Amazon and I, I put it on my list because I wanted to talk about one thing since you grew up in the San Diego area. So you might yep. be familiar with some of this. Um, but I watched a documentary on Amazon Prime called It's Gonna Blow San Diego's Music Underground 1986 to 1996. Yeah. And um, I'm sure you might have heard of some of these bands. Mostly it focuses on um, 
the bands that got signed to Interscope in the early 90s, which were Rocket from the Crypt, um, yep. Drive Like Jehu. Yes, and, totally. And uh, what was the other? Three Mile Pilot. Three Mile Pilot. Um, those were like the big three. And then the precursors to those bands, which were like in the 80s. So I didn't know that it was the the, the main guy from Rocket from the Crypt was also the guitarist in Drive Like Jehu. Okay. And so I didn't know that either. Both of the bands got signed at the same time, but they basically couldn't put all their focus into both of them. So they would be there'd be like, oh, there there'd be a rocket year and then there'd be a Jehu year. Right, right. And so and then that's probably why they never really took off huge. They did get a big money and big contracts, but as they say at the end of the movie, when people from not from San Diego think of San Diego, they think of two things, Blink one eighty two and Jewel. And that's right. pretty accurate. <laughs> right, right. But there, there's actually a lot of... But there's a ton uh, of... Well, they also so- go into... Um, they go into um, how Stone Temple Pilots said they were from San Diego because two of them were from there, but they all played in L.A. And there right. was a lot of resentment there. Right. Um, yeah. And um, you, you know, some bands that I still really like... Uh, pinback, pinback is one of my favorites. Yeah, pinback. that's that's a that's a San Diego band. I've seen them down in San Diego a bunch of times. Uh, I was in ever, the like. What were some of your places that you did you ever go to? Like Soma. I went to Soma like I think right at the end when it when it got Before changed because now they moved to a totally new place. Yeah, I mean they, they it there was a point where Soma died even when I was yeah. still living down there, and then they changed it yeah, around. And I guess, yeah, because like I was, I think I was at Soma like during the glory. Because yes. it was like the mid '90s, the height of like No yeah. Effects and all those punk bands. Blink was still like relatively unknown. Um, for, well, they yep. were known in San Diego, but not anywhere yep. else. Yep. So this is like right when Cheshire Cat came out. Yep. And all the, and then all those punk bands would come through. Like we get the Vandals, No Effects. Like I remember yep. like Phoenix TX was taking the Suicide Machines. Yep. Um, uh, Unwritten Law bands. was from. Yeah, Unwritten uh, Law. I used to remember going to some really awesome. Like, did you ever go to Canes? Yep. Canes was one of my favorite venues. Yeah. Because the sound was so good. Yeah. And then because uh, I was, was thought the Soma, having, the sound was bad. The Soma was terrible, especially in the big room. And that wasn't the reason why you went to Soma. Yeah. But what I liked about Canes is when I went and I was seeing a band I really like, I'm like, oh man, it's gonna sound good. Yeah. You know. And then, did you ever go to any shows at the World Beat Center? I don't think so. It was the that World... real, that round building with like murals on it. It was near Balboa oh, Park. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've never actually you been know to who a show I saw there? there. Who? Skankin' Pickle. <laughs> I loved them. I was a huge. I remember Skanking Pickle. Yeah, dude. Skankin' um, Pickle and Scapone and some of those other bands. Um, but then, like, I remember seeing Rocket from the Crypt a few times. And, um, and I had friends, I had like older friends who were way into like, cause some of those bands were a little bit before my time. Like I had right, a friend that was right. like a huge drive like Jehu fan. Right. And then like Three Mile Pilot and, cause and a lot Three of those. Three Mile Pilot is, uh, is, uh, Zach from, from Pinback. Yes. Who is like the craziest bass player. Yeah. Ever cause so he does 90% cool. of the work in Pinback. And they also heavily featured a band called Truman's Water. Which the lead singer of that, Glenn Galloway, was my chemistry teacher at yeah. Santa Fe Christian High School. And later he left Truman's Water to form Soul Junk, which became a band that Phil and I booked regularly. Yeah, at yeah. Biola. I remember Soul Junk. And they're like, like they, but like the, but Truman's Water was like really big in. They got huge in Europe. 
they actually show all this footage with Glenn where John Peel called Glenn's house from <laughs> the BBC and was like – and they show like he's li- – John Peel is like live on the air talking to Glenn on the phone. <laughs> and then like they, they they brought him out to – they did a Peel session. Meanwhile, they're playing at the Shea Cafe to like 50 people. But they went and did appeal sessions, and they got to play at all the big England festivals, and like That's they crazy. were huge. And meanwhile, and because the, so the scene that it covers, this is the reason why I guess I it wasn't really my scene because I was too young, but I had right. heard about it. Was the um, it's still around the Casbah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was a twenty-one and up place, so I never got right. to go there. Right. And, totally. Um, but it did do Shea Cafe. I went to shows there. It was on UCSD campus. Which they actually, I think they finally closed that place like this year, which is really sad. Because I saw a ton of stuff there, like all kinds of bands. Yeah, and and then like, but yeah, it was just cool seeing like a whole documentary about the San Diego. That, yeah, that's awesome because I mean, so much of the, I'm sure they filmed then, some of it down and there, like and like a lot of old videos, like of stuff. Like, yeah, it was really yeah. cool. And and then they got in like right at the end, they got to some newer bands like Locust and Swing Kids. Yep. And yep. some of those other bands that I remember actually seeing when I was in high school. So like right. the 95, and, 96 part. And my time was a, because I got into the music scene down there and that's, later. Cause like probably towards your like time was when 98. 97, 98 was when hardcore got really big. Yeah. Down so there. So we were, we played with, we played with like Dogwood. Yeah. Dogwood was a band that was, was from really there. Um, no POD, was, I don't know if POD was from San they're Diego. They're from they San Diego. Around. Yeah. They're from, okay. they're from, they were from like, but they were from like Chula Vista. Like, right, and they can't. They played a lot around us, and they actually yeah. came up to like Ramona like, and played our yeah. fair. Once. Well, like POD Project eighty six, Project eighty six, No yep. Innocent Victim, like yep. some of those like Christian hardcore bands. Yep, and, uh, then, and a lot of punk rock bands that we played with around there. And then, like, and, but MXPX will play down there like all the time. Yep, and yep. like Warp Tour started in San Diego. Like I remember going to the first Warp Tour. And um, did you ever go to one of those Soma New Year's Eve shows? No. Those shows were crazy. I remember I always wanted It was to. like every band you could ever imagine. I saw yeah. the Misfits there once. Like that was pretty nuts. Um without it was post Danzig, but it was still pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And, um although I heard they're like touring again like with everybody. I kind of want to see that. Really? That's, yeah. That's what I heard. I heard Glenn they finally like they're they all They got him. Yeah. In all his short, tiny glory. Um, <laughs> he's a, he's, you, I, he's a very time, small man. Did you watch that video where the dude knocked him out? Like, I, I love yeah. that video. <laughs> we played, uh, we played an Oktoberfest once at, Ga- in Gaslamp, and it was like an outside oh, show. Wow, yeah. and there was a, there was a ton of people there, and they weren't all necessarily there to see a high school punk rock band <laughs> play. So it was a little bit awkward, but. What was your we, band's name? Uh, I played in a band called Nothing Special for a while. I, that um, sounds really familiar. Yeah, we we were we were just three piece punk, and then did you I guys play out, at Soma? Or we never played at Soma because by then Soma kind of wind oh, down yeah, to where right. like yeah, it wasn't the thing that it was. So were, were they doing like I'm trying to think where else were they doing shows like Delmar Fairgrounds? Yeah, they were doing that, and they were doing just a lot of um, small like. Uh, a lot of churches, like okay. tons of just churches would yeah. have their thing. I remember thing. going to random punk shows at churches with like non, like that was just one of the places no, they, that would, they do would just punk rent, shows. They, yeah, they would rent it out. It, yeah. it was a weird thing. Like, um, there was a couple places that we played, um, where, uh, it was just like a kind of a courtyard of like a, a building. Yeah. Um, because that, you know, that was where they set up the stage, whatever. Like, 
That's kind of how it worked. So we and we played. We played. We were small time, so we played anywhere we could. That was yeah, there and were most tons of, it was of tiny. bands like that. And I just we did. I loved. We did open for Dogwood once. We played at Pharaoh's Lost Kingdom. Um, that oh, was like wow. the furthest. Yeah, that was the furthest we ever went. Uh, and then I started a hardcore band like right when I was about to like right when I started in college because I was mm-hmm. still down there. And then um, I left that band to go up here, and they went on to to do more stuff, but without me. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, been, and, and then I was in a, I was in a band before that, before, uh, nothing special called Lickety Split. And, uh, we were terrible. It was like when we, it was our first band when well, yeah, nobody knew how to actually play. Everybody's kind yeah. of, that's, but that's, that's a great, I mean, I, I mean, that's what you do. And you had to pay, I had to pay my dues. Guitar for, when did you start playing guitar? I started when I was, uh, like in fourth grade and then gave up because my fingers hurt. And yeah. then I picked it back up when I was like 13, Man. Uh, 12 or awesome. 13. And then my dad, and then my ba- dad bought me an electric guitar and I immediately started a band and that was lickety split and we were terrible. And then, <laughs> but you I had kept wor- an electric guitar. So. I kept working at it and, uh, and then, uh, nothing special. And we, we made a CD and we got involved with a shady manager from Redlands. Oh yeah, I bet. And he took all of our money and we, we got a CD out of it, but we got nothing really else. Uh, I, we, I think we got way overcharged for it. Um, but we, we showed up on a couple of compilations and we, we played some shows and it, it was, it was, it was a cool time. It was fun. We played at my, like, high school a ton. That's cool. Um, and then we played a grad night once, like the year after I, I graduated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to, I went to my high school's grad night, um, as the band. So, like, we basically got to work grad night, but all oh, we had to do was cool. play. And the rest of the night, we just got to do all the stuff. Without being, uh, without being like high schoolers. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. Um, the band at our high school that played everywhere and played at Soma, they were called Gimp and they played Gimp. quite a bit around Gimp. everywhere. We had a band in my high school of guys I knew called Best Buy. Best Buy. <laughs> they were called Best Buy and I don't know if they just thought it was funny that there was a retail chain called Best Buy or what. But, um, but man, I just yeah. remember like when Blink One Eighty Two was happening. Like, I remember going to the midnight release of Dude Ranch at Lou's Records. That's crazy because Dude Ranch they were that they they were getting they were getting cute. there, but they hadn't gotten Travis yet. And that's right, they got Travis right after Dude Ranch, and which was a huge blow to the Aquabats. Um, right? Yeah, and, totally. Cause I, did you? Oh, dude, I loved going to Aquabat shows. So they I never got to so see the Aquabats live. They were so fun. And they would throw out like finger puppets and shit and like smash pumpkins and yeah, just they weird were. fun things. They were fun. I remember, I remember going to a Yo Gabba Gabba panel, my first like Comic Con, mm-hmm. and half the crowd there being like kids and the other half being like Aquabats, Aquabats fans. fans yeah. And <laughs> they were just like waiting I for saw him the to first, say it. The first few times I saw Aquabats, Travis was still in the Aquabats. Right. And I remember being like, this band is this good, but their drummer should be in a much better band. Yeah, yeah. I remember like, even me, like I wasn't, I didn't, I mean, I'd listened to a lot of music, but even then, like I was like, you, you knew. I'm like, this drummer is phenomenal. What is he doing in this band? <laughs> and, That's and then funny. like when he went to Blink and, and then they just blew up after, yeah. I mean, I remember, but even like, after Dude Ranch, I remember they were still, I still paid eight, they still would play at Soma for like eight bucks and like, 
and they are they were already starting to tour around the country a little bit and then and i remember they were playing they started i remember the last time i saw him for eight dollars at soma was my freshman year of college i went back home to go see him and it was the last show i went to at soma i think it was one of the last shows at soma because this was in like the yeah, fall of 98 yeah. it had so to have it because my brother that's right because my brother had tickets for the smashing pumpkin show in december of 1998 which got canceled and they moved it to spreckles because soma closed Oh, yeah. Because it was going to be the Smashing Pumpkins at Soma, which would have been nuts. That would be crazy. Can you imagine? Especially at that time. Yeah. Um, uh, so Dude Ranch, I remember, had the distinction of being not the first one I had because I copied, like I had a tape deck. And yeah. so I would, I would, I would borrow my friend's CDs and make copies of them. But it was the first secular CD I ever bought, <laughs> and it had like it, it was so filthy. Mom, it it was, had a song it had all those Damn like it. in between skits and stuff. Yeah, and my mom flipped out, and <laughs> she went to my dad, and my dad looked at it and he said, "I don't care, it's music." And so, and from that point on, oh man, it was off to the Pennywise and strung out, and I just went crazy. I bought every everything I could. Yeah, that album because I remember just. But Enemy of the State was the one where I felt like these guys are now worldwide. Well, that's like well, because what happened was I went to that show and they're like, these are some songs from our new album coming out next spring called Enemy of the State, and they started they played and that was the first time they I had heard What's My Age Again. I'm like, right, this is it. Like, yeah, it's gonna take off. Um, and the very next summer they were headlining Warp Tour. Right, right. Like, from then that, on, it and was, that was the last time I saw him was at that Warp tour, and there was it was the most it was the most people I'd ever seen at Warp tour. There was like twenty thousand people at the Del Mar yeah. Fairgrounds. It was crazy. Yeah, they that last Warp tour was weird too that I went to because it was the first one where they tried to merge. They had like hip hop bands and they had like regular. So like it was like Cypress Hill and like Pennywise. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and it was also the That's, Black Eyed Peas before they got Fergie. So they were like actually a real rap group. Right. And that's, uh, the, like when Simpsons did Lollapalooza, they were making fun of yeah. that warp tour because they had Cypress Hill. Yeah. And it was, but it. it was crazy seeing like Cypress Hill and, and like, and, 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 and like seeing, but Sonic also, youth. I was excited because, um, Suicidal Tendencies played. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were freaking great. Yeah. Um, and they, yeah, I, cause that was one of those that. bands I had heard about. And then they like, cause they were one of those bands they would break up and reunite and break up and reunite. And then they like got back together for that warp tour and they were awesome. And so I saw them and seeing Pennywise live was cool. Yeah. And, and that was the last time I saw Blink 182 because after that it was like $50 to go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, 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 and yeah. And, and, like, and then they turn in. And now they have the, now they have the guitarist from Alkaline Trio. Yeah. And that new and, album, uh, it's, it's, it's good, but it's so different. Yeah. I mean, it, the crazy thing was is that um uh what's his name Tom DeLong. Yeah. I had a friend who was a drummer who I swear to you looked exactly <laughs> like him, like had the same uh his name was Matt and he had the exact same like lip piercing and everything mm-hmm. and we would go to Parkway Plaza and he would get People free would stuff everywhere he went because we because we would tell like I went up to the lady at Oscars when it was called Oscars the mm-hmm. pizza place. Oh yeah. And I would be like, hey, I just want to let you know that's Tom DeLong. Like, we didn't help it. <laughs> so I went up and I'm like, that's Tom DeLong from Blink-182. And she looks at me and she's like, oh, my God, that is. And so bags of free breadsticks and everything. That's awesome. And he was just depraved enough to, like, never say, like, no, nah, it's not really me. He would just be like, hey, what's up? What's going on? 
uh, we rode that train for as long as we could. But now I feel like that wouldn't get you anywhere because no. he's kind of he's also a giant. Tool. Yeah, he sounds like he's the guy that, uh, and I liked, I liked the Alkaline Trio. Yeah. Um, but, but Matt is different in Blink 182 than he is yeah. when he's Alkaline Trio. So yeah, it's a little bit weird. It's hard to remake yourself, you know? Yeah, it's, it's also it's, weird just hearing a different voice besides, besides Mark and right, Tom. Right. Like right. hearing that new third voice, I'm like, this is yeah. weird. Cause um, as much as I was not a huge fan of Tom, it's still weird him he was not being iconic. In Blink. Yeah. Uh, it is really strange when we look at at musical acts that that have like endured. Yeah, you know, artists that have somehow figured out the the either they figure out how to reinvent themselves or they stubbornly just don't and yeah. drag everyone along. Like that's a, I feel like some people like like Bowie did it both ways. Yeah, he reinvent himself all the time and he also like never changed. And didn't care and was like, no, you're all going to like it because I'll just keep doing good and stuff. Prince was the same way. Prince, like. the same way. Prince was like, I've always been good at instruments and just yeah. play them all. And, you well, know, there was that the, famous like, thing that somebody was just talking about it. I saw where when he yelled at Justin Timberlake, where he was like, I don't know what all this bring the sexy back business is. It never <laughs> left. It was in a cracked article. That's yeah. right. Um, and then like, you know, the Beatles, the Beatles only existed for a little while. Like, like, and they, and they started to un like unravel themselves before they even broke up. Yeah. They were like a bomb. Like they could only really, they made the biggest impact, but it was only for that small amount of time. And I don't know what the solution is for, for some of these people that have been around forever, but, uh, you know, not every band can can exist always in the state they're in. Zach says uh, your view on Bowie is spot on. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, he's, he's one of the greatest, uh, you know, we're spoiler. We, if we do get to play a, a show at this comic convention, we are working on a Bowie cover Ooh, I'm in excited. tribute. I'm, yeah. I'm really starting to think that maybe Bowie really was holding the fabric of the universe together because yeah, it all went really bad. It all when went he, really bad. Man. Yeah. That's totally true. Um Yeah, that's it, it's been a rough year for music. It's been like a rough year for a lot of things, but And yeah. like but, and Fred Durst is still around. Like And that's yeah. That's the sad thing. Like we still have to every now and then people get duped into maybe thinking there's a Limp Biscuit concert. That was the best though. The was It was. Like, it was pretty awesome. It was like only Limp Biscuit fans would believe this. Yeah. And then all the parody things that events that popped up afterwards. Yeah. Were pretty amusing. Pretty great. All right. Well, I think um we just got to do one more thing and then we're going to head Okay. Out. Yeah. Oh man. I would love to I'm, talk gotta, more about video games about everything, but I got to go to bed. Yeah, me too. We both have work tomorrow. I am, but I were okay, unlike, real, I unlike Phil. I like Phil who's <laughs> doing something in Arkansas. <laughs> um it's probably, I don't know, he was at a malt shop today. Yeah, I saw that. And like, okay. I can, I can get behind a malt. That's, um, that's good. I, I am playing, I did get, so my Gamefly game I got was Uncharted 4. Okay. I never played an Uncharted game. Really? It's pretty cool. Yeah. But I also feel like, um, like, it's very much like, it's like you're in a movie and you're kind of like, you're participating, but it's also very yep. like, this is the story. It is. It is a linear ass experience, but it's still really fun. And yeah. you got to play Crash Bandicoot, which is crazy. You got to play Crash. I hadn't Crash played Bandicoot Crash Bandicoot have, in twenty years, so 
they have the best um so this is a very interesting thing about the way Naughty Dog, the developer of that game, works. Uh, a lot of people will motion capture faces, like yeah. they do it for for Dude, um, movies. It's so insane. you you watch their motion their facial animation, and you think like it looks so good, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: they don't motion capture faces; they hand animate every Holy single frame of it, crap. and that's why it looks so good. They get reference; they like they they film it for reference, and they do have some dots. But it's not like motion capture where they're mapping it directly. They mm-hmm. actually hand animate all of their animation. And that's why their stuff looks so good. All right. Well, Zach says this is really great. And we thank you for being in the chat. He says he hopes to meet you at Palm Springs Comic Con. Oh, I, Zach, I will totally be there uh, for lots of reasons. Hopefully, if it all goes down the way it should, I'm hoping to be uh, getting to experience some of the uh, – the magic of the show, hopefully, or yeah. at least an idea of when it's coming out. Well, I know excited. he's aiming. He's aiming for around that time. Yes. So we'll see what happens. Um, we were just discussing yeah. it today, so I'm excited. We're all excited for Zach. That's gonna be and awesome. The after show, and you can go to radiobrendo.com and click that Facebook group link and see pictures. Yeah, excited, set but, photos. But hey, and- you know what? It's time. It's time. It's Marmaduke uh, time. Okay. Right. Was this the part that you were dreading? No, I'm just, I'm like, uh, you know how, like, before you throw up, you're like, oh, God. Holy crap, like, this one's get really stupid. <laughs> I'm, like, previewing it, and I'm All like, right. oh, God. All right. No. All like, right. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so it's ever... Marmaduke in front of the TV. Okay. And he's like, he looks like a person watching the TV. Right. And, um... So Zach's excited about Marmaduke. I'm glad. Okay. Um, so first he's watching, he's happy and he's watching okay. a dog like on is, the TV. Is he on a couch? Is no, he, he's like, on the floor. On, he's on the floor. But he's like right in front of the TV. Okay. And he's watching TV. Yeah. And so he's all excited because there's a dog and then it switches to a guy pointing at a can. It says steak bits. Okay. And Marmaduke's then it's hungry. And then it shows the guy like, I don't know if I, Oh my god, this is really crazy. So it shows the guy, he's like looking at Marmaduke. Mar- okay. Oh my god, this this just got really interesting now that I see what's happening. He's looking at Marmaduke, showing the steak bits, and then the guy is holding the steak bits, and Marmaduke starts barking like crazy. Okay. And then the guy responds to the barking, and he's all sad. Marmaduke can talk to the guys in wait, the TV. Wait, wait, why is he sad? Because Marmaduke barked at him. Marmaduke can interact with the people in the television. Is that the last panel? No, the last panel oh, okay. is then it goes back to the dog, the dog on the screen and he's happy. So like Marmaduke got the What? Like it goes Okay, first of all, this is uh, so I swear first to God, of all, I swear the to TV God. the TV is the spirit realm and he's just the ghost okay. Marmaduke's a ghost. Look at that. Can you see that? I can see it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The guy actually, okay. like, he's looking all sad at Marmaduke. Some videos for you. Shut up, Cortana. Okay. So the okay, guy's, yeah. And then what's that final one? The, the final, final one, one is it just goes the dog? back to the dog and he's happy. Juggling? Yeah, because the first panel what? is him looking at what is this? What is the joke? Is this? The keep, joke is turn that. Turn the page. The joke is Does that he can going? interact with the television. 
Keep, did, turn the page. Is, is there more of it? No. That's it. There's no more of it. That's the end of it. Marmaduke barked at the guy in the TV. The guy in the TV acknowledged that Marmaduke was barking at him, makes a sad face, and then puts back on the dog juggling for God Marmaduke. It, it's Marmaduke infuriating. is a god. Marmaduke has it's god inf- powers. It's infuriating. No. You know what this that is? That this man got to make comics and there are people out there whose work has crazy. never been seen. This is crazy. This further – I love it when there's one that solidifies our theory that Marmaduke is possessed by the spirit he's an, of he's an old He's father. an old man, yeah. So here's the thing. But he also can – I think it's like – now I'm thinking – you know in the movie Stay Tuned with John Ritter where it's like totally. the hell television? Totally. That's Marmaduke's they, private the television sp- network. It's the sp- he can watch ghost TV. Yeah. And ghost, he, because he is a go, he is technically part ghost. Oh my god, Phil's gonna freak out. So he's watching ghost TV, and that man is a ghost selling ghost products, but ghost TV doesn't work like regular TV, and you can interact with it. But that man wasn't expecting a dog. That's the shocked look on his face, he's like, yeah. What, like, that, that's gotta be Brad, it's Brad Anderson, right? Yeah, this, well, the guy's, I think he just had days where he's like, you know what, fuck it. I gotta crap something out. And then he's uh, like, we'll see if they notice. Let's see this if they over at the syndicate, if they're even I'm, paying attention. I'm, I apologize for being an Anderson that he bears the <laughs> son of Andrew oh, what name. What if you guys are like related? Oh man. If I'm related to him and not Jillian Anderson, <laughs> I am just gonna lose it. <laughs> That's not fair. Oh man, but I, well he's sadly passed away, but we want, Phil and I are trying to track down his son. Cause like, I gotta get some answers, oh, man. Man. I wonder what the estate thinks, like. Well he's this, still making the, new ones. Is the Marmaduke, oh the son is? The son is, and they're bad. As, they're terrible. Oh, I bet, I bet. Cause you can go on, they have a website, and he posts oh. new ones. Half the time it's old ones, but then on weekends they do new ones, and they're and, like really bad. And like, the, I, you know, the newspaper comics, they were all kind of bad yeah. anyways because of the, the limitations of the format, like just how they pumped them out. But like Marmaduke is like in a family circus oh, style of like right terrible, you know? And, but the thing is like those ones lasted forever because there's enough stupid dog lovers or other people. Yep. They're like, oh, because I like dogs. This comic's or, about a big dog. Or, or, Oh. Nobody, it, it wouldn't ever offend anyone yeah, who can't understand them because non- there's nothing to understand. Except that somehow we've uncovered Brand Anderson's secret agenda. I don't know, dude. It's pretty Man, crazy. That was weird. crazy. What a weird comic. Well, on that note, I think it's time to close this out. <laughs> I think it is. Josh, thank you thank so you much correct. for being on the show. This was Man, fun. Yeah, thank you for having me. You it's could, always a pleasure. We got to have you back on when Phil's on, so you guys can. Yeah. For sure. Someday. You're better at riling Phil up than I am. Yeah. I got to start like some Brent, some, uh, Derek level beef with him, I guess, but (laughs) it's really hard because I don't think he, I don't think he takes it serious. Also, Phil does his smile thing where he's like nervous and just laughing. That's like when Uh, you know Phil long enough and you know his tells when he's really uncomfortable. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, once you know you've hit that zone, you're like, yes. I'll bring him a bag of my hair. Uh, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll figure out a time when I can come up there and and we can just do a real live show. Yeah, um, I'm. I, I would. I would love that because it's always fun and um, and you've been a long time supporter of the show. That's true. And that's true. I've been listening for a long time. You guys are great. It's one of the actual podcasts that I do regularly listen to. 
There's a lot of other podcasts that I like try to get to, and yeah. I, I kind of have to skip around. But I got a few, you um, know, I got my list. We've all got our yeah. You got your ones, especially that you now that there's much... so much stuff and every new thing. And now it's like, oh, I want to listen to that, but that's a lot of time commitment. Yep, I, it's tr- it's hard to keep up with the Mandarin Orange. I keep telling Philly needs to raise that that volume of it, but he does uh, right. I just told him yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really quiet. And the bummer is I turn my stereo way up to listen to it, and I forget and put on another podcast, <laughs> and all of a sudden it's blown out my speakers. But, but yeah, man, it's been super fun. I'm, I'm glad that you asked me to be on here. I'll fill in for Phil anytime. All right. I got you on the fill-in list. Yeah, there you go. And but it's not. I also like when that you've been rotating people in, so it's cool. Yeah. Know? I like the rotation, it. getting all the – the taste. You had both Ben and View on ben here. View. I had, you had Derek on you know, here to Derek to throw <laughs> to throw beef all over. And uh, and and you know and we'll, we'll we'll we always try to keep it keep it fresh, keep it fun. And then we'll have a bunch of stuff if it, uh, if Comic Con Palm Springs is all good to go. We'll have a ton of people there podcasting pretty much the whole weekend. So yeah, we'll it's have uh, some good times. And uh, cool. stay tuned next week, and I will talk about – I will have gone to the uh, Blaze live show by then. Hopefully, I will have not completely embarrassed myself in front of celebrities. We'll see. And if so, we'll we have some good stories. <laughs> and um, and the Brendo embarrasses himself in front of celebrities is always some good stories. It's, it's good stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm still. I still am particular to like. Derek's been yelled at by pretty much every celebrity. Yeah, his I stories can see are that. pretty great. Um Because yeah. he worked at ArcLight forever, so he's got a lot of yeah. like. And also, that's just, a little bit different. That's like a professional. But then yelled even at, other. You know? But even in other yeah. situations, he's gotten yelled at by. Those are the. Which, those are the real good ones. Like, like when Bob Odenkirk yelled at him for no reason, which was awesome. Derek's got a very yellable face. <laughs> He's got a smile on him that I think a lot of older I think people, people misinterpret think that he's a smart it. Yeah. ass. Yeah. Yes. He's got I that, totally think so too. He's got that little rascal thing yeah. going on. Yeah. Definitely. And he knows yeah. it, so he uses it. Sure. He uses totally. it to his advantage. Um, but uh, I think that's going to do it this week. So cool. uh, be sure to go to RadioBrendo.com. And where can we find you, Josh? Go to ExtraDamage.com or search for it on uh, any like iTunes, Windows, Marketplace, Google Play. I think we're all over the place. Uh, but ExtraDamage.com, you can go if you want to listen to it in a browser. And, uh, yeah. Um, Are you on Twitter it. or anything? I am. A, I'm on Twitter. So we have a, we have Extra Damage on Twitter. We have an Extra Damage uh, Facebook page and if you want to tweet me i barely ever tweet but i do read it um i'm at task barbarian you should tweet him and say how awesome it was to listen to you on radio brendo main yeah that sure and if you do tweet me i'll respond i I see every once in a while you'll get into it with either benson or Derek or Derek. every now and then or yep yep (laughs) sometimes you'll intervene in their little squabbles and it's always very funny that happens too That happens too. Um, so. And sometimes we we get in squabbles every once in a every while. Every now and then, but it's fun. It's all in good fun. It is. Um, but um, most of the time, it's like, hey, this is cool. Yeah, it is cool. Hey. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I d- or, Twitter is a place where a lot of negativity just comes in. Like so I generally silly Benson or silly Derek or generally, yeah, it's good thing Phil's not on there. I guess. Yeah. So I don't know Phil on Twitter. I don't know if Twitter if Phil could handle Twitter because no, I don't think so. It would either be him asking you every time, like, can you explain this tweet? Or it would just be him telling – either that or Phil would be the most popular person on Twitter ever with his dumb dad jokes. 
Yeah. People would think Phil is a parody account. Yeah, he could and... do he could do a kids write jokes style like here's terrible dad jokes and just him actually being completely serious. Right. But nobody would right. know that and they'd be like this You is almost amazing. need to just take them and say here I'll tweet them so that you can lay, layer in That's the proper true. irony. Yeah. But then that's also another job, so don't do that. No. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go cool. to bed. So those was, All right, was fun too. time. So for Radio Brendo Man, I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm not Phil Vecchio. Have a good one, everybody. I'll do it for you so you don't have to put the music in. Never mind. You should put the music in. is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at Network. 
www.thepodcastnetwork.com. I'm Aaron Prince Staley, host of the podcast Preview, where every week I bring you a new comedy podcast that you are going to love, with highlight clips and interviews with the show's hosts. Check out the podcast Preview at BenviewNetwork.com, on your favorite podcast app, or live on the radio at WERA.FM. I'll see you there.